everybody. Welcome back to the Gamerpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Bradford Carlton. Today, I have a very special guest with us. I have Lindsay, aka The Nova Lux. Hey there, Lindsay. How's it going? Good. How are you? It's a beautiful sunny day in Las Vegas. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Thank you. Wonderful. Okay. Now, Lindsay, I don't like a lot of fluff on this show, so we're going to go straight into it. Perfect. Why don't you begin by just telling us a little bit about yourself, please? Yeah. Um, so I've been broadcasting on Twitch for about two years, um, and I'm interested in gaming and the gaming industry. Um, I have a cat. <laughs> um, that's like the the gist. I've just kind of been throwing myself like into the deep end with um, Twitch and gaming and broadcaster grant and stuff like that. Wonderful. All right. So we'll have a lot to talk about. Before we do that, I start every interview with a single question. So I'm going to ask you just like I ask everybody else. On a scale of one to 10, 10 being high, how weird are you, Lindsay? I wish I could say below a five, but definitely a nine or 10. Why is that? <laughs> um, I just like Ed, try my hardest to be unapologetically myself. Um, and I've always just been a little odd to the point where like right before high school, I remember me and my friend sitting down and we were like, okay. We're going to go into this and we are not going to be weird. And it, the exact opposite happened. Like we <laughs> are just so strange, but like in the best way. And I don't know, you just, I can't hide myself. Like there's no reason for that. So. <laughs> All right. Beautiful. Uh, now this is the gamer premier podcast. So I do need your gaming cred before we kind of get much further. When did you first start playing video games? Um, I don't know what specific age, but I was definitely a Sims kid. So I played a lot of the Sims growing up um, on the Wii on my computer when I got a laptop and stuff. So yeah, that's that's how I got into it. <laughs> uh, which one did you start with? Sims 2, 3? Three? 3. Okay. I was going to say, yep. I started on the first one. So <laughs> oh <my goodness>. <laughs> <clears throat> beautiful. And uh, what do you play today, if anything? I play I'm assuming a lot you of, play something since you're yeah, yeah. Um, I play a lot of simulation games, so like Animal Crossing, Stardew Valley, still a little bit of The Sims here and there. Um, and those are kind of like my major three right now. Very cool. And if you had to pick one game as your all-time favorite, which one would it be? Oh my gosh, probably probably The Sims 3, just because of the nostalgia. Like there's just nothing that can beat it. Um and like, you just, I don't know, I have a lot of memories tied to games and I can't think of them without thinking of like the first time I played it or just all the memories I have associated with it. So I'd say The Sims 3. All right, fantastic. Okay, let's get over to the, excuse me, the preneur part, thanks. Now, uh, you're currently a streamer and content creator. Um, what's your background? So did you have a professional background before you started? Like where, what's kind of your timeline? Um. So about... Two years ago now, I, I created a Twitch account. I did no content creation before this. Um, I was going to do theater and theater design, so lighting design, and be in that industry. Um, and the pandemic hit, and I was doing Twitch on the side just as like a hobby. And theaters have just shut down over the last year, and I kind of had to reevaluate a lot. Um, and I realized, you know what, I can, I can do this. I can do content creation. I can go work behind the scenes in the gaming industry and pursue my like passions that way. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at right now. Just kind of setting up the foundation for all this. Very cool. Now, you know, theater and content creation really aren't all that different. Ultimately, uh, what got you into theater in the first place? Um, I always did acting as a child, um, which is 
would never do that now. But in high school, I started getting into the technical and design aspect because I wanted a creative outlet. Um, and that I found like was just, it really worked for me. And once I figured out that you can actually, that can be a career path for people, there's kind of no looking back. And I could never picture myself like with a normal, like nine to five going to work in an office. That's just the farthest from me possible. Um, so I was studying that. Okay. That way, yeah. You were studying that. And then that's when you started your Twitch channel. Yes. Yeah. Like okay. in, yeah, I was a sophomore in, in university. So. Okay. Now, how are you translating what you learned over into your stream and your content? Um, yeah. A lot of like just the design aspect of it. So like just creating graphics and things like that. I have just the best time doing that on my own. Um, and the collaboration aspect, because just theater is so collaborative and a lot of the skills you kind of can translate into the gaming industry and just industries in general of networking and conversing with people um, and treating it just like a big project. Okay. Can you kind of go a little more in depth into that? You know, the purpose of the show is to try to give advice to someone who may be watching, you know, and sitting there watching you go, wow, it sounds really cool. I'd love to be doing what she's doing. I just don't know how. So like, what are those skills exactly? And like, how, how could they grow and, and build something just like you did? Um, I think just starting to evaluate like what you want out of it kind of helped me get into it. Like I made a Twitch account because I wanted to make friends. Like I didn't have very many people in my circle. And I was like, you know what? At the very end of this, like if I have made one friend, like I've won. Um, and it's kind of turned into a lot more than that um, just over the last two years with hard work. But skill wise, I think just believing in yourself a lot, which kind of, it sounds really cheesy, but like you have to be your own best advocate and use all the tools you can, whether it's social media or just the ideas you have in your head to stand out. Very cool. Okay. And how is it going for you today? Like how, how's your community? It's good. I love my community. It's, I found like a second family in it, which I still like can't really wrap my mind around how a bunch of people on the internet have all found each other and we just get along so well and I love it. <laughs> Very cool. Um, let's see here. What makes you good? Like, you know, there's, there's lots and lots of content creators, lots of streamers out there, but they're only a very narrow set who are actually making anything happen and you're doing better than most. So what, what is it about you that other people aren't doing? Oh, um, oh goodness. I just try and be as engaging as possible. Like I want all of my streams and just my content in general to have a very like friendly feel like you can kind of just sit down and it's like you're in the same room as me we're just hanging out as friends um i think that helps a lot and and i know a lot of people also do that so it's kind of hard to like stand out still but just being as engaging as possible and trying to make a tight-knit community um at the end of the day is just kind of how i've tried to to make it happen <laughs> wonderful all right and what's the long-term plan are you, are you sticking for this for the next 20 years or how, how's that gonna go i don't know i've thought about it like i would love to stream just forever and ever i love it so much even if it just ends up being a hobby in the end like i am totally fine with that um i think it's led me to have more interest in behind the scenes in the gaming industry in general and especially just like how much work the industry needs and diversifying and um, amplifying like women voices and stuff. I think that work is really, really cool. And 
important. Um, and maybe I'll go that route. Okay, beautiful. Now, can you um, discuss uh, your involvement with the Thousand Dreams Fund and Broadcaster? You mentioned them a little earlier. Yeah. Um, so in December, I won a Broadcaster grant. So that funds women's dreams, whether it's um, equipment upgrades or before COVID, uh, they could fly you out to any events you needed to go to and stuff. Um, so I got that for an equipment upgrade. And I found this wonderful community of women that I didn't know was there. And I was like, Hey, this is, this is really cool and unique. And like, it's, there's just such a, um, empowering like air around all of it. And they opened up a team called the dream team about in about January. So that started in February and I applied for that thinking like, well, maybe, maybe I'll get it. Maybe I won't. Um, and I got a spot. So that's 10 of us. We work behind the scenes and we do engagement in the community. Um, we've helped with the Broadcaster Academy and done stuff with that. So that's kind of the general, my overview of Thousand Dreams Fund so far. Okay, wonderful. And as you've grown your content and your channel, what resources have you turned to? Because I'm, I'm assuming you weren't an international sensation on day one. You kind of had to figure out how to do this. Like, what did you do? Did you turn to other content creators or did you research? And how did you do all that? A little bit of both. So I didn't have a PC to begin with. So all I could do was research. So I tried to get as much knowledge about Twitch and streaming in general as I could because I knew no one else that did this. Um and I knew no one else that knew anything about the platform. So I kind of had to start from square one. Um, and once I started streaming, networking kind of is like the big thing you've got to do. Um, just finding friendships and meeting people and um, hanging out with other people's streams and supporting them in any way you can definitely helps. Okay, very cool. And, you know, if you could go back in time to when you were you're first starting this up, if you could give yourself any advice, like what would the number one thing you would tell yourself would be? Definitely have confidence in yourself. I think that is very important. And it's also really hard because there's a lot of people on the platform, but um, just have confidence in yourself and you will find your people who will support you no matter what. They'll come to you, like just put all the good out in the world that you can. Can we talk about confidence a little bit more? Because, you know, mm -hmm. you're not the first person to, to, to say that on my show, right? Um, sure. <laughs> how do you actually do it? Like, how do you oh. find that confidence, right? Like, I'm assuming you have it today. But if you didn't back then, like, where in that time frame, like, did it just pop up one day? I'm confident. Like, oh, no, I wish. <laughs> um, a little bit of, like, fake it till you make it. I won't lie. Um, and it just, you. the more you do it, the more you get comfortable with it. Um I never thought in a million years I'd be comfortable sitting in front of a camera for hours on end, but that's where I'm at now. Um, I don't know where it came from though. I think just having friends and people in your circle that believe in you and support you definitely helps. Okay. And what was it like trying to think up things to talk about? Cause you know, if you were not oh used God. to being that content creator, right. All of a uh -uh. sudden the camera is on you. Like, mm -hmm. so what about apples? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember like writing down stories to tell so that I could, I would just never stop talking. Um, whether it was like some random thing that happened on the bus ride home or like a story that was from school that day or a dream that I had, like I always had something to talk about 
And now it comes a little more naturally, but at first I was like, oh my God, like, what do I talk about? Lunch again? Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's definitely tough. Okay. Um, can, um, can we be a little more personal if possible? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to ask you to divulge any of your personal details. <laughs> and uh, the reason is because actually you, you've been very careful so far on this show to not divulge any personal details. Why exactly is that? Safety, definitely. Um, there's so many horror stories about uh, people, especially women, like they accidentally leak one thing and a bunch of bad stuff happens. And that's scary. Like the internet is, it's still the internet, even though it's your own community, you never know. So you can't be careful enough. Okay. And so like, what kinds of precautions do you take? Um, I have my band list of words in my chat. Um, I made sure all of my like last name and anything tied to hometowns or anything um, is not available on social media anymore. Um, and kind of did like a full sweep of that again a few months ago just to double check. Um, Cause you can't be too sure. And there were still a few things that I was like, oh, that should be taken down. That should not still be on there. Okay. Um, what is the, the best moment you've had with your community so far? I think, I don't know if this would be the best, but it was, it was fun. We did a Harry Potter marathon, um, starting from December going into January. And it just, the way we all nerded out was just something, something to like remember forever. It was so fun. Okay. On the flip side, what is either the worst trolling that you've received from them or um, a situation that you'd like to, to tell us about that, you know, maybe others can take some lesson from? Yeah. Um, I remember last summer, this one just stuck with me. Someone called me just a mean phrase um, in my chat and I don't know why it just could not, I couldn't shake it. And I think that was a turning point in also my confidence too, because I had to kind of relearn how to go about things. And I usually take things to heart and think about it for days and days and days. But it's like, it's a random person. They're trying to get a reaction out of you. Um, And I think it shook me in a way that like I wasn't expecting. Um, But I have been able to take a lot from it. And I know like my boundaries and how my mods should handle things now too and so it sucked in the moment for sure but i think it's it's how you move on from it that that really counts all right wonderful thank you for sharing that um now a little more personal i I, i'm gonna go a little more personal here you see i believe that we learn the most in our life from our failures not necessarily Mm -hmm. our successes because when you succeed at something the first time you may not know what happened. You just kind of roll with it. Right. But yeah. if you fail, you got to take a look at it. You got to be able to move past it in order to move forward. So I'd like to ask you, what do you consider your biggest failure in life? And what did you learn from it? Okay. I think my biggest failure would be not realizing like my dreams sooner, if that makes sense. Like I think for a while, I kind of pushed them down and like, no, I can't do that. Like that's someone else's dream. That's someone else's goal. But at the end of the day, like it's my life. I've got one of it. Like I, can do theoretically whatever I put my mind to. And I think that's, that held me back for a really long time. Um, And now like knowing kind of everything that Twitch and content creation has brought me today, like if I could have started that sooner and not kind of been scared of it, I 100% would have. 
Okay, wonderful. Now, was there a turning point? Like, was there a moment that you had this realization or just kind of this dawning? I think more of a dawning. I I think it's just come over time with just growth and things I've learned along the way. Um, I would love to say it was like I woke up and I was like, oh, perfect. This is exactly what I needed to do. This is what I need to do moving forward. But that's just, that's not how it works. Okay. Uh, thank you. Now on the flip side, what is something that you're working to improve on in yourself today? I think I'm just trying to be more like available to people and I want to give energy to people, if that makes sense. Like if I reach out to someone and they reach out back, like I don't want to be like shut them down afterwards or um, kind of like not follow up with things. And I think like going back to the whole like networking thing, like making friends is still kind of hard for me um, in all honesty. And I think that gets to my head. So I'm definitely working on that um, and just trying to connect with more people. Fantastic. All right. Now, uh, you know, do you have any like final thoughts for somebody who's looking to become a content creator, but has not started yet? Just start <laughs> like it, it. It's a lot more simple or no reverse. Um, saying that is a lot more simple than it really is, but you don't need a big setup or fancy anything. Like you can record it on your phone and just kind of work up from there, see what you like. Um, just work on the skills that, that it takes to, to create content. And I mean, if you like it, then keep going with it. There's no, there's no losing. I love it. All right, Lindsay, this has been a fantastic interview. How do people find you? Where are you at in social media, the contact information, all that, please. Yeah. So I'm the Novalux on Twitch and Twitter and then lindsay.las on Instagram. Fantastic. Now, as we wrap this up, do you have any final thoughts you want to share or anything I didn't ask you think we still need to cover? No, I think that's it. Okay. Easy peasy, right? <laughs> Lindsay, thank you so much. I, I genuinely appreciate you coming on with us today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, for sure. And for everybody else, I'm going to remind you all, don't be just a gamer, be a gamerpreneur. <laughs>